Well, welcome to the inaugural podcast. Inaugural. That sounds fancy. What does that mean, by the way? That means uh, rookie. <laughs> rookie. Huh? Noob. Noob. Okay. Uh, probably not well done. <laughs> Lots of errors, mistakes, and things we have to edit. True. You know, That's all. Inaugural. Inaugural. That's good. That's good. It's complex. I had inaugural once where the doctor removed it. <laughs> <laughs> I still have mine. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. That's a totally different kind of direction. That's wow. That's... Well, welcome to Painted Rhino. And that's what we're going to talk about. And I'm going to let Adrian go here. <laughs> so, go. yeah, like you said, it's our first one. Uh, yeah, we're old guys. We don't do fancy things. And YouTube's not fancy. It's old. I know that. But we're going to have some fun. Um, Painted Rhino is, I don't know, I've seen some other things called Painted Rhino, not very many. The the way that that came about is basically I was looking for a name for a blog, and it kind of fired up out of a book that we read. So, you remember the book? Well, I, I remember this. Uh, a crazy friend of mine said, hey, <laughs> I found our first tattoo. <laughs> And I said, okay. He said, and it's on this page in the book. And this book is called The Barbarian Way by Erwin McManus. Yes. He said, read it and we're getting the tattoo. Yeah, so the, the artwork is, um, well, I mean, we actually followed through with it and did just that. Don't show me yours because you put it in that tramp span. <laughs> I mean, up here. It's actually on his back between his shoulder blades. Um, but yeah, so we went together um, for the first time getting tattoos. This is, man, forever ago. Well, let's tell that story. Uh, we went together. Yes. Because we were solidarity, right? Brothers going in arms, going to go tackle this thing we've always only heard about. Didn't know what it's going to feel like, what it's going to come out be. And uh, what I needed there was support and encouragement. One of us chickened out. I'm not going to say who that was. I got mine first. <clears throat> <laughs> so you, you just, did I just make you the, the guy that chickened? I didn't. I think you did. I wanted to keep that under wraps, but it, uh, it, uh, it's out there now. Tattoos are permanent, and so are their scars. So <laughs> <laughs> we have each other's back. Well, no, yours is on the back. Mine's on the shoulder. That's. Yeah. So, but. <laughs> But we got the tattoos anyway. So I went and we, we sat down and, and the guy, you know, made it happen. It looks great. It's amazing. It's exactly like the artwork in the book. And then he said no. So, but then what? How, the next day was it? It was that weekend, that I weekend. think. And I started thinking about it and I was like, you know what? You need to go for it. My wife and kids were out of town, and I'm like, I've got That's time today. It was a Saturday. I found a place and walked in and said, I want this, and they did it. Yeah, so by himself, without any support around him, he endured a thousand needles. So so hopefully that will improve <laughs> your image of me. I don't know. It could. It could. It could. It maybe not. But it could. It could. it could. So the reason for painted rhino and the reason for the rhinos in the book, um, the book doesn't really talk a ton about rhinos. It's just the concept. And the concept is the, the thing with them is they can see like 30 feet in front of them, which, okay, so they have poor eyesight. 
but they weigh like thousands of pounds. Didn't make any jokes about people there, just the rhinos. But big, I mean, they're enormous. You've seen rhinos. It's insane. The thing with that is they run 35 miles an hour. Wow. So they outrun their own sight like that. They don't know what's coming. They don't know what's ahead. They just go. So God gave them this enormous bumper on the front, right? Like a tow truck to just plow right. through whatever's there. And and it's the fact that this is the situation for them. That's why they call a group of rhino a crash. So wow. they're literally called a crash of rhino. And it's because they go by faith, not by sight, and they go full speed ahead uh, and just plow through whatever it is that God has in front of them. And that's what we want to do. So that's the rhino portion of it. The painted part is we all have a different flavor. We, we hmm. all, not only do we look different, and I'm not even talking about race. I'm talking about people. We, we are different. Everybody has a different personality and you're an expert right. in that and which is really cool. And I hope that that will come out <laughs> in the podcast that we can talk about some of those things and learn um, from your expertise on personalities and people and how they deal with trauma and life. Um, but we all have a different flavor. We see through the lens that we that we wear. Right. So I right. see through my background and what I was exposed to. Right. And you see what you were exposed to. And you understand things the way that you understand them. And I, I get it a totally different way. So I can read a part of scripture and you can read a part of scripture and we're getting different things. Absolutely. So talking about reading parts of scripture and getting different things, that's where we want to go. That's kind of, it's kind of how this all started was in our small group on Sunday nights, opening the Bible and reading stories. Why don't you uh, explain to them what we mean? So, um, as Adrian said, we have all different perspectives, and, and that's how we learn. And um, my belief, and I'm sure Adrian is too, because we were part of starting a small group uh, on Sunday night, and we have just seen how that has grown and made a difference in our lives personally, where it has given me strength to say some things. I, normally, I wouldn't do anything like this. <laughs> But um, uh, but it has given me the strength to speak up and to talk and share my feelings and allow myself to be me. And I can see how it has helped Adrian grow and each one of the people in our small group. So why not share it with yeah. the world? Yeah. And it, it was actually my wife, Marie Ann's idea. It's like, you guys need to do a, a podcast of just right. you guys going back and forth and just do what you do. It's like, well, what do we do? Because you just do it. I didn't, I didn't know what that was. I mean, what does that look like? So, we, you know, we had the great scheme and, and the plan of, you know, a scripted and structured thing. And we're going to teach from this and talk about that. Yeah, that's not us. That's just not what we what we do. We, we want to open the scripture. And, and I know we're going to get further and deeper into, like, the story of Lazarus, for example. Right. But we want to open that up. And look at it and not read the story. Now, don't get me wrong. You need to read the story. <laughs> but there's things there. There's things that we never talked about because it's a common story. It's like, you know, the birth of Christ. You mentioned this before uh, where right. we, we read the story and we've always read it. Or, you know, First John and his analogy of the word and, and or John, rather, chapter one. And just it's the same thing we've heard. 
You know, right. Noah's Ark, you sit down and you tell your kids the story of Noah's Ark, you tell the story. And in church, we talk about what the story is and means and does. But there's so many little intricate things plugged in there that we don't pick up on, that, that we miss. We missed and um, we heard the Sunday school stories who they hit the highlights and we may have read a story, heard a story our whole life and then actually get in and read oh. and study and realize I missed this whole part of that story and the scripture just comes alive and uh, that's what we challenge each other to do in our small group and we hope that when we tell something that you will go back and that you will read and you will look at it yourself and uh, and and leave a comment. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're going to obviously watch comments and, and respond to them. If we get any, uh, most of them will probably be like, you know, derogatory because <laughs> that's the nature of being on YouTube, right? Is you get blasted. Um, and, and if you disagree with what we say, okay, that's fine. Um, that's kind of the whole point is to be willing to talk right. and to, to hear a different perspective. That's why it's painted rhino and not just rhino, rhino. right? <laughs> that's good. So it, it's the flavor, it's the difference, and it's okay to have differences. What has to be the same is that, you know, man, we, we follow Christ, and this is why we follow Christ. And this is how we're going to do it, and we're going to do it to the end. Because in the end, we're still following him. We're just following him into heaven. And that's that's awesome. Hope you'll stay with us because we're going to fumble through. We're, that's what our our group is. We just fumble through life together. We have good weeks, bad weeks, really good weeks, and really bad weeks. But we just, all we're doing is loving each other, challenging each other um, to a, another level. And that's what we hope to do for you. Yeah, just share. I mean, that that's really it. We're not perfect. So, no, not even. We have. Even look at me. We Come have. On. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a long way from perfect. I had a professor. Um, I think, I want to say it was Chris Lordstofer. I could be wrong. Uh, and if Chris watches this, that's amazing. But um, I had a professor that always talked about having the glorified body already. And as much as it may depress everybody else, he'd already attained that. You know, that's what it was going to be. Clearly, that's mistaken because I look different <laughs> from him and more glorious. Just <laughs> joking, obviously, but hearing from different people and, you know, understanding in different ways and then just sharing it back and forth so we can all grow. And it's not a platform to, to say that I know any more than you know or you know any more than somebody watching knows. It's that we all know one thing. And that is Christ and him crucified and him raised from the dead and coming again. Yeah, if, if those way. things we hold on to, that's it. That's it. I mean, it takes care of the rest. And so let's go through the rest together. Um, and, you know, let's experience that together. We'll so. share our life, our bumbles. Uh, yeah. Very few of our screw ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, and so we hope that somehow our goofiness and our uh, silliness will 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 bless you and we'll journey through the word together how about that yeah that's that's it so let's talk about real quick if we can we didn't even sketch this out or plan it or anything because that's the way i want things to be right i want right. that real reaction from you and you to say <laughs> things that me go i don't know or me go oh my gosh i never thought of it that way before <laughs> 
uh, and just just blow my mind with it. So scriptures, stories, that's what we're going to explore, right? And we're right. going gonna to explore stories that, you know, both of our dads were pastors. And my dad was a pastor and a higher educator for forever. Uh, Troy's dad was a pastor for forever. So we've had all those sermon illustrations from the 70s and 80s and 90s, you know, and, and all the stories they told, but then also the stories of their experiences and the stories that we have of watching their lives. And, and for me, uh, you know, it's, it's sharing those stories and then sharing stories from our own experiences and our lives and just how they maybe can connect uh, with somebody else. So a story from your dad, from uh -oh. me, uh -oh. right? So for a while I was, uh, his dad was my senior pastor. I was his associate. And while we were in that position together uh, in Mississippi, he took me hunting. I love to hunt and I enjoyed it. And I had hunted before. It wasn't anything new. What was new is that we ran dogs. Now, that's a whole different thing than what I'm used to. Because, I, I mean, I'm used to sitting, you know, you get there in the dark and you, you're suited up and you're in the orange and the, in the camo and you're just waiting 20 feet in the air in some stand silently for something to creep by and then you sneak up on it with a gun. It's like, oh, that's fair. But but what's worse is running dogs. It's nuts. Um, so he takes me and he's like, all right, so you're going to stand here. And I'm on this little back road in the S-curve, right? Yeah, okay. And And... They position Ronald's everybody town. from the camp. Pardon? Ronaldstown. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody associated with that group with stations all over. And then they, they let the dogs go. They run the dogs. So what that means is they just take the hunting dogs and set them loose. And they get a scent. And they get a trail. And they start running. And they just bark and howl. When they're onto something, you hear them coming for a mile. Mm -hmm. And so you're just sitting waiting. And you know they're coming. Right. So I'm on the other side of this little road and I'm just waiting and I'm just waiting and I'm just waiting. And if you're part of like Texas game wardens, this wasn't in Texas and Mississippi, but we weren't hunting from a real road. This wasn't, it wasn't illegal, but we, anyway, so, so I'm sitting there, dogs are just, <laughs> you're hollering and screaming. Do that again. Uh, <laughs> I'm not afraid of it. That was pretty good. Thanks. That was good. I appreciate it. You got more of the ears, but I got the voice. So. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's but, true. But the dogs are just going nuts, and here it comes, and I hear it crashing through the woods. Same rules apply as any other kind of hunting deer is that, you know, in this particular group, especially, you couldn't take a fork spike. Fork spike is like, it's a bug and has antlers, but it's just barely starting to split at the end. So it's not like a basket, right? It's just barely up and barely starting to split at the end. In other words, it's this year's model. Right. This is the new deer, not the old deer. It still has that new right. deer smell. You know, okay. yeah. You don't have to put the fuzzy dice in the mirror to make it seem new to you. It really was new. <laughs> so you can't shoot those. You couldn't shoot those because it wasn't doe day. And I didn't they frown attack. upon it. They, they frown do. They do. You, You'll you, get you walk out of the away like this and, and your gun's gone and bad things happen. So here it comes busting through the woods and I hear it and I know it's coming. Right. And so I throw my gun up. Now I've got a 30 out six. I've got a scope on him. I'm used to shooting distance, right? Because I'm the guy that hides and sneaks and then shoots from a range. <laughs> no, no. Here it comes busting out of the woods and they knew where to put me because it literally, I'm on this side of the road and it comes out directly across from me. <laughs> and man, I'm talking eight feet across from me. 
just because this little s curve road you know you couldn't even put two cars together on it it was that uh -huh. small little road pathway and it comes out and it sees me as soon as it breaks out of the woods and i'm like here we go and it's got horns and i'm like oh yeah and then i'm like it's a baby yeah and it's just barely the little split horns i'm like no 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 i want to shoot this thing and it locks up the brakes I don't know if you've ever seen a deer lock up brakes on gravel or not. I have not. But man, those hind legs get out in front of the front legs and they're like, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's nuts. It's like oh, my can, Bugs I Bunny cartoon, you know, gravel's flying up, hitting me. And I'm like, oh, I want to shoot you so bad, but I can't because it's not right. Because this is a fork spike. This is a oh. yearling buck. I can't shoot it. So I stop and it gets so close to me. I literally could have reached out and grabbed it and before it stops sliding and then oh it takes God. off. And I'm like, oh. you know, I'm standing there. The adrenaline is just pounding, just going nuts. And about 20 seconds later, I hear. Oh, no. And somebody who was a regular part of that group didn't show the patience. And fired and took that deer. Oh, what was the rest of the group's reaction? I could only they, imagine. They were livid. So this is the first time I had ever been a part of that group that I'd met anybody other than your dad. Oh, wow. And every one of them came up to me and said, you can hunt with us anytime because you did the right thing. Thank you for not shooting that deer. Wow. Except for the guy that shot it. Now, I'm sure he felt terrible. And I'm sure it, it felt awful. But, you know... It makes me go back hmm. to where I see, but by the grace of God, there go I. Absolutely. Because at any point, things come flying at us out of life and flying at us out of this world, and, and we're not ready for it. And, and it's slamming on the brakes trying to not kill us, and we're trying to kill it, but we can't kill it, and we got to get out of the way, and we got to stop, and we got to deal with this and make a tough decision. Do I pull that trigger? Or do I not? Mm. And even sometimes when we don't, somebody else makes that mistake. Mm. But I don't look at that guy and say, what a loser. I can't believe he shot that. Right. I can't believe he did that. Instead, I look at him and go, in that split second, I very it was almost could have been the one. Mm. You know, I could have done that. I could have broken that rule, in this case, that law. And, and I could be the one that nobody wanted around anymore. Mm. And when life hits us, God is there. When you have the foundation of what is right and wrong established, when you know the answers to a test before you get the test, mm. you tend to pass that test a lot mm. more easily than mm. someone who's not prepared for it mm. and gets taken by surprise. That's good. Yeah. When we experience this together, whether anyone ever watches this or not, but when we share our stories and our life and the Bible and what God says about things together, it's preparing us for whatever test is coming. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, I pray that if you guys follow us and you do this with us, you do the whole like, subscribe, whatever thing it is, that you jump on board and your comments and your help and your instruction are going to share with us and prepare us for what may be coming that we don't even know is going to be there. So don't let the world take you by surprise and not be ready to not pull the trigger.
be prepared to pass that test. Wow. So, don't know if I ever told you that story. That was good. No, I have not, and I can picture it in my mind. Probably, mm-hmm. I can almost see the same road. I mean, I've hunted with the probably the up, same right? guys yeah. you're, you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I hunted with Dad with the dogs. And um, so that brings back a lot of good memories. And that, that just, that really, really challenged me because I very well <laughs> could have been the one pulled yeah, that trigger. Right? Any of us can. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not that I was good. It's that in the end, I, I was just following the rule because right. I knew the rule and, right. I, and I agreed and believed in it, you know, and I held on to it. And when we get into scripture and what, what Jesus tells us, what God tells us is the right thing for our lives now, then we fall back on that foundation instead of falling off onto whatever happens, happens. Or mm-hmm. I'll just pull the trigger and see if I get away with it. And I got to tell you, <clears throat> I have been the one to pull the trigger and made some Me too. bad choices and let the flesh take over. But that's what we're here for, to challenge each other. Uh, we love each other where we're at, but we're not staying. We're going to grow. That's it. And, um, Absolutely. So painted right now. Be who God created you to be with the expression from your culture, heritage, history, background, ideas, and mind and personality. But do that and experience that within the faith and the foundation that he gives us to do it in. And that's when we find real freedom because he gives us freedom to be ourselves and to be ourselves as we follow him and not Mm. to dictate to others not to dictate to ourselves because he challenges us to do more than what we even think and his dream his goal his life for us is bigger than even we could ask or imagine so that's good thank you for being a part of this crazy launch uh in this first episode and you've got a uh, phrase you came up with that i loved um for sending this off onto the next uh, the next episode so send us home what is that? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was something about send us cookies or if you like us, send us food or money. 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 Money's good. Yeah. So I don't love money. I need money. The Bible says a love of money is the root of all evil, not money itself. And I need <laughs> money just to be able to do things like post this up to the internet. But no, it was, it was, I don't, I don't remember. I, that's why I wanted you to do it. It's like, you know, I, I have forgotten time, I have slept, you know, until next time or whatever it is. Yeah. Until next time. So, but yeah, I'll have it. Know. I'll remember it next time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you right under that bus. Do you hear it? It's like a greyhound. <laughs> right. The tires didn't even stop. There was no. Won't be the only time. We'll see you next time. Thank you guys. Until next time. God bless you, and yeah, there you go. All right. That's it.